Hello guys, welcome back to the Sarang podcast. We are here with you today for episode number 2. It's me, Neha and Vishnu. We are here to talk about all our experiences and what we did for Sarang and how we miss it so badly. Oh my god, Shashwat, please. You are a part of the panel. We are the host. Please don't spo- like take away our spotlight. I agree with you. I definitely miss the spotlight. And now that yeah, I'm Yeah, but let us take over for now. Yeah, you guys go ahead. So, let us take back our spotlight. Let's begin. So, how's quarantine mean for you guys? What did you do? Did you learn something new? Ladies go first. Neha, go on. Um, I think yeah, quarantine has been pretty uneventful except for the fact that I broke my leg. But apart from apart from that, I learned the ukulele and I think that was like a really fun experience. That sounds amazing. Vishnu? Yeah, ukulele is like a cool hobby to pick up. I think I have tried to learn guitar but uh, slacked off for a long time. And yeah, I had the misfortune of gambling with stock market and losing 300 bucks. So yeah, lesson learned, guys. If uh, you ever want to invest, know what you're getting into. No, just like this, no. I didn't invest in the stock market because I've done with just done with my intern. But unlike this, no, I did not gamble. Uh, I did actually make quite some good money in the stock market. Uh, other than that, I actually got to live my childhood. I was just at home playing video games all day. Uh, and catching up on a couple of video games which I missed over the years in NC. So I loved the lockdown. I got to stay at home, no work, play video games all day and someone gives you food all day. So moving on, uh, what have you guys done under your vertical and how's it been for you in Sarang? So Neha, would you like to start? Um, yeah, so I was and I still am a part of the Koryo team. So we uh, participate and organize uh, the Koryo night that happens um, on day one of Sarang. And we also organize the other um, events that have other Koryo events that happen on the other days of Sarang. That's nice. So uh, since you've been a part of the team for so long, I'm sure you would have had some memorable incidents from the past. Would you like to share any of them with us? Um, I think Sarang 2020 was um, a very memorable one for us um, because uh, after many years, we got to uh, win Sarang Koryo night. And um, so uh, what happens is we usually um, spend the entire of December um, practicing for um, inter-IIT and Sarang. So practice usually goes like we start maybe at like 10 a.m. in the morning and then it goes all the way till the night just giving breaks for like lunch and dinner. Um, so uh, we put in all our efforts and um, it was it was definitely a tough month. but. Um, yeah we all wanted to put in our best effort and we weren't expecting to win honestly uh but i still remember the moment when the judge announced our team name on stage and it was a very surreal experience to actually uh, win sarang after a long time and yeah after uh, sarang we went on um, to showcase the same performance at other different sets and we went on to win uh, there as well so yeah that was a nice experience and there definitely was a funny incident you know i think uh, neha you might have missed out what happened in intradi culture that definitely was a very trippy ride as well oh yeah yeah so um uh, we uh, ended up placing uh, third at uh, intradi cultures um so uh, what happened uh, was according to the judges um we had uh, placed second but uh, at the meet uh, at the um so what happened was we had used garlands in our performance and we had asked them um earlier 
we asked the organizing team earlier whether it was fine uh, and we had mentioned to them that we would clean up the stage before um, the next uh, team performed so that it wouldn't be any sort of disturbance for them um, uh, but then um, after our performance obviously on stage a few petals fell down and all that um, but during the um, meeting where they had announced the results um, the iit bombay team had uh, mentioned that because a few petals fell on stage it was like um, some people could have slipped on those petals and uh, died so it was like a death hazard and they would give like some point penalty which would have brought us down to um, some 10th or some position like that and obviously we were really annoyed because that wasn't fair at all so uh, it was a night full of um, arguments and discussion and all of that I, uh, and finally we ended up uh, placing third but yeah it was a very messy situation i think a lot of hard things happen at the back as well which a lot of people may not know uh, so there is a funny incident as well you know like so i see the choreo team perform like our choreo team performs during the competition and this was during the night so this is the entire day and then so once they finish the performance once we all cheered for them. You know what? I just decided, like, uh, I just grabbed my friends and we went out for dinner. You know, because we were done for the day. Uh, but what I did not know was back in IIT Bombay, uh, there was a huge argument which was going to break down. Uh, but I did not know anything about it. So what, what me and my friends, we just decided after dinner, we just went and we went to the room. We chatted for a while and we slept. Right? And I, I did not know there was something a huge argument happening on the other side because uh, I didn't see our core team do anything that could have, uh, you know, they, they couldn't have come up with a rule to penalize us. Right? So now there's 3 a.m. in the night. I'm sleeping in my room uh, along with my friend Anuj. And then uh, my senior, uh, Ashif, keeps on knocking the door. Okay, we don't wake up because, you know, we are asleep. But he knocks the door for straight 15 minutes. Now my friend Anuj shouted at him, so many times to go away, go away, because we did not know who was on the other side of the door. And we just found it unusual that someone was knocking our door at 3 a.m. And then uh, we finally wake up. Uh, Anuj actually wakes up and opens the door. And then he scolds me because Ashish was looking for me. Right? Uh, but he, he, Anuj woke up instead of me. Right? And then in the middle of the night, around 3.15 a.m., I grab a cycle, go all the way. It's around two kilometers from where I was. And uh, you know, I still find a courier team out there fighting hard for the point. So I did not know what had happened. And then I spoke to the IT Bombay secretary and they were talking about petals. And apparently because of a few petals that fell on the floor, near the edge of the amphitheater, near the edge of the stage, they wanted to penalize for it. So that we come around 6th, 7th or ninth, something like that. You know, we were supposed to come second. Um, so uh, after that, a huge fight was about to break out. So then we decided, let's all go away for the night and then come back tomorrow to discuss it. So what I did was the next day morning, I knew IIT Bombay had done this in other events as well, where they kept on finding some loophole in the rule book and penalizing other teams so that they could come up on top. So I just speak to the other IIT cultural secretaries because uh, I, I became friends with them during the course of the period of the event. So I got Kanpur, Kharagpur, BHU, um, and these were the teams that had bought in large numbers. So what they say also had a weightage uh, like us. So once I discussed with them about what happened so they all came to my side and then finally the next day night that was the last day not the next day that the day after night when we were resolving the issue they all came onto my side and 
<clears throat> we eventually were able to remove the penalty and we did come up third but what is the most significant part of that entirety was that the love from all the teams that had come there from it madras you know we were 16th the previous year and we jumped up to all the way to sixth position so that was a great thing for it madras culture scene as well it was a quite eventful event yeah great so some very interesting stories uh, we got to hear from sarang as well as inter it culturals so let's see what vishnu has to say about his department right so uh, in my third year which was in sarang 2020 i was a part of uh, events qms qms as a department uh, stands for quality management service and uh, we take care of all the quality management processes and as you know sarang has an iso 9001 2015 certificate and uh, it was a recertification year in 2020 so it was a crucial year for us because we wanted to keep that certificate so what i did not know was our audit would be done in two days i was expecting it to go on for all the five days of saram so my core comes and tells me that uh, yeah day 0 and day 1 our audit will be done and you will be free to do whatever so i was definitely pumped so i had two things in mind one was to go volunteer and see if i can help organize some of the music events and second was i was damn excited for rock night now let me explain why i was excited for rock night so we have this uh, story for rock night it starts off in my first year where we had uh, this band called bale of maya and me and my friend uh, we book fan pass and the whole performance was just static noise lasting for two hours straight there was nothing audible we don't know what the singer is singing we don't know what the guitar is playing it was just too loud and nothing was audible or enjoyable we come back mildly satisfied because we are in the fan pass but nothing much thrilling going on and then there was this guy named ganesh from hs who was our coordinator i was a volunteer under him so he comes almost looking hammered so i ask him okay what happened he tells me that they have moshed and there's a amount of blood rush going on in his head so that's why he was not able to talk straight so i asked him okay what is this moshing so it tells me how there is a tradition in rock nights where people gather in circles head bang violently and they bump into each other to you know have that wild experience as it like, okay this sounds interesting let me try this out for our second year so this was sarang 2019 we again we we are in the bowl area and it was local train parikrama plane parikrama opens first it was mildly rock so it was enjoyable local train comes and if you know anything about local train they are not a band that you head bang to you just sit and sway a little that's it obviously i was disappointed as like okay i waited one year to head bang and this is not what i wanted meanwhile i find my friend anirudh both of us are wild by nature so we decide okay what if it's local train let's gather some crowd see what we can do so we go around through the entire bowl area of like i don't know 500 people or whatever and uh, we just ask random strangers okay guys do you want to join and headbangers headbang with us they were like okay what is headbanging we tell them okay this is where you uh, bop your head a little to the beat they were like okay fine we'll come we started headbanging with small small crowds nothing much was happening finally within 15 minutes we gather a group of 5 to 6 people who formed a circle started headbanging to local train songs which was very weird to the outsider but yeah we didn't care we just started headbanging what we did not expect was in 30 minutes it happened to be 50 people forming a huge circle and head banging together and we started moshing this was very violent because anirudh and i bumped into each other 
and my elbow has hit uh, hit his uh, uh, jaw and his knee hit my thigh so you were spraining and you were still sprinting and bumping into each other that was very wild and we found we found like a common interest circle that we feel could repeat next year also so again my audit was done in saran 2020 i was excited we got a certificate also i had to celebrate this moment so i go around for two days gather all the old group that would still be interested in mossing and this time it was mother jen and we love mother jen we've heard the songs before and we love them absolutely so we were obviously pumped as expected during uh, the rock night we gather into a huge mob we start screaming mother some word jen i think the people who were there would recognize it and yeah as expected we again had a crowd of 50 people forming a huge circle head banging and this time at least 10 people started moshing with each other it was aryan rohan amog me lot of people like this head moshing into each other like very violently we almost broke our necks so yeah that was uh, very violent would not recommend to everyone but yeah if it's in your blood you definitely enjoy rock night wow those were some insane head banging stories for our audience i'm sure the next time we have an on ground sarang we are going to see a much larger group head banging to these rock bands and yeah, having a great better. time at the fest yeah there better be one group steady at the year sure uh, there should be one so coming over to shashwat uh, how would you describe your time at sarang definitely all my i was involved in sarang since the first year and that was the best decision i made in it to be honest i loved all my four years in sarang in my fa- in my fourth year uh, i ended up becoming the culture right so during that time uh, i was part of the sarang core team um so managing the course managing the team uh, taking decisions uh, giving my inputs wherever possible so it was quite it was really fun to do for something like you asked me and kankani we really loved the job because i don't think we'd get an opportunity like this ever again you know you run such a big fest you handling such big amounts of funds you have been given a lot of good responsibility and you have an opportunity to make some real impact right something that you wanted to do since you were a freshie and you wanted to do something different yeah definitely but <laughs> there is one funny incident that i remember that happened when i was the culture was that i think on day minus 1 or day 0 someone went to the dean and complained about something related to scooters or bikes so we had gotten permission to use them you know to transport uh, stuff here and there but dean called us me and abhinav and then just started shouting at us because he thought we were doing something behind his back we have no clue till date we never asked what he thought it was because we thought that's for the best uh we didn't say anything uh, then uh, we didn't say anything at the door office you know best not to argue and someone else is angry uh so we just went straight to our cultural advisor nandita ma'am she is a sweetest person i mean she helps out helps out a lot a lot of credits to her as well because she has been seeing saran since a very long time uh so we go to her and talk to her about it and you know she she then talks to dean so what the dean does is the next day he calls us we go to his office and he gives us a key to a scooter okay uh we are a bit shocked because we don't know what it is okay? he just tells any what use this and then we go outside to see the electric scooter that's there below the door office which is there all the time now this scooter uh, uh it's useful for transporting people but you, you need to understand like it cannot have carry heavy goods its maximum speed is like 20 kmph or 30 kmph right so no none of us could use it so 
So just me and Abhinav just ended up using it for all four days of Saran. Uh, you know, going wherever it was required for us uh, to go and if there was any emergency. And now the funny thing happens is this again. So this is the last year of Saran. Uh, we lift the scooter right outside the OAT gate. You know, the one which gets in the celebrities. Right. And the next day morning when me and Abhinav go there, uh, the scooter does not start. Right. So what we do is uh, we charge the scooter. Uh, you know, we take out the battery, we go to the OIT back room, backside room, and we charge it. And then, uh, actually, we 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 put it on charge the previous night. Uh, we found out that the scooter was not working the previous night. And then we go there the next morning, the scooter still doesn't charge. Start. So, me and Abhinav don't know what to do. So, we just leave it there. Right? And I had Abhinav, uh, see, I, I had to go to Bangalore because I had my internship. I told Abhinav, why don't you just, you know, pull it to the toast office, just drop it there and give the keys up there. Uh, and tell them what happened, that we don't know why it's not working. So what Abhinav decided was, him being lazy as he is, he decided to do it the next day or I don't know what he did, but basically two days later he calls me calls me and says, bro, the scooter is not there near OIT. Now me and Abhinav are screwed, okay, because those gave us the keys directly to our hands and he told us to get it back. And we do not know where the scooter is. Now this is an electric scooter, right? <laughs> so uh, then, you know, we, we have, we didn't know why we decided to do nothing. Like the decision was, let's just do nothing for a week and then see what we can do. And then a week later, Abhina again calls me and says, uh, "Bro, I saw the scooter. I'm like, where? Uh, he's like, bro, someone from the dost office was using it. Yeah. So, so we do not know how the scooter got to the dost office magically. Uh, we do not know how the scooter started running again. But all we know is that we were we were in trouble. So it's a big sigh of relief. That was one of the incidents that happened." Nice. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's another thing, right? We still have the key. I do not know how the other person, how the other person is using the scooter right now. <laughs> I, I guess we'll keep it as a souvenir for our future. Or you could decide to pass it on to your juniors. <laughs> no, 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 no. Definitely no. <laughs> we don't want any of you guys in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. that was very sweet from our ex-Kalsik and uh, we had some interesting stories to hear too. Now we are going to start off with the rapid fire round. So what are your instant nicknames? Uh, mine is uh, Niha. So knee as in body part knee. So uh, how I got this name was in my during my first sarang, I ended up injuring my knee during sarang practices for uh, choreo night and yeah, the name just stuck. Nice. Vishnu? Right. Uh, I've had like a series of nicks. Initially, I was called Cabbage for whatever weird reason. And uh, secondly, I was called Maggie because I had I maintained long hair and it was a little curly. But uh, the name that stuck the most was Fake Rava. This was uh, given to us by my favorite seniors. There was a senior named Pradeep Pai and uh, Abhijit Putta. I mean, Abhijit Gupta, we call him Putta. Uh, these two were running for their uh, respective uh, elected positions in, in in my first year, and we were campaigning for them. And they have realized that uh, the one of the cultural affairs secretary of that time named uh, Sri Sri Krishna Ravarpu. So he they call him Rava, and they realized that both me and Rava have studied in the same school, have studied in the same factory, were in the same branch, which is mechanical. 
and uh, dyed our hair red at some point in our insti life me during that period in my first year and uh, rava during i think in his second or third year and we also have been a part of this one events team called nova at some point in our lives i was a volunteer for nova and uh, he was one of the conveners for nova so they decided okay with these many commonalities and the weirdness that both of us carry whenever we speak and just blabber about whatever they felt they should name me fake rava and i think that makes a lot of sense now that i am also the cultural affairs secretary it also adds up i think every year it just keeps adding up more and more reasons as to why i am fake rava nice shashwat uh, you know i didn't have much of an insane nickname it was just bacha uh, bacha is my surname so wherever i go people just decide to call me by my surname so that was it everyone just calls me bacha lol okay moving on to the next question if you were made the director for a day what would you do i would definitely consider reopening insti right now i swear you got to miss insti a lot please cancel exams too the offline exams yeah that's a really really good idea as well vishnu and neha right so i mean what bachcha said would be the obvious answer on top of that i would probably sponsor sarang for free this year because um, it's a very tough year and uh, director should have been a little considerate i feel <laughs> but yeah jokes aside uh, yeah i would reopen insti and uh, probably kgate too because that used to be fun um yeah definitely as both of them mentioned open reopening insti but uh, other than that probably get us a dance studio with mirrors so that yeah we can practice <laughs> and maybe allow graffiti in the dance studio it would be cool oh that would be amazing Okay, next question. Which is your favorite night of Sarang? Um, definitely Choreo Night for me because it carries the most memories and yeah, it's something that I hold really close to my heart. Well, that's my favorite too. I would personally so choose Rock sweet. Night because uh, I mean, as mentioned earlier, because I have a huge story with Rock Night. But uh, now, since that now uh, we are in the organizing team at the high level, I would probably choose Pop Night because there's always this tradition where at the entire core team and secretaries. get on top of the stage just after pop night is done while the artist is still there and they take this group picture it's been a trend since my first year and I, that was probably that one picture that stuck in my head when i always was deciding whether to move on to the next level of sarang or not so again that's one image symbolizes what sarang is for me so yeah i would probably say both rock and pop night you know for me uh, i think a lot of people miss out is what happens on day 0 definitely that's my favorite day you know that's the day when uh, i got to speak to the entire sarang team the entire sarang team is at clt and we're all so excited and prepared to go uh, and you know do sarang and you, know, you can see a lot of smiles and that, that 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 i would say easily that would be my favorite day day zero definitely with the team the entire sarang team means a lot wo oh, that's a nice answer moving on what is one of your fa- weird quirks um yeah. i think i can i can trip over pretty much anything and end up twisting my ankle i've uh, twisted my ankle like easily uh like 10 times in insti with like two three of them ending up in like proper injuries yeah even if i'm just walking down an even path i can like trip over thin air well that was a trippy answer vishnu <laughs> so this is one weird work i learned in my 10th i've seen someone moving their ear and i felt i should try it out too i don't know it was more like a yoda magic okay i just imagine it and after 10 days it started happening 
and I wanted to try it for the other year too. And what ended up happening was within a month, I was able to move each of my years individually. So yeah, that's a funny elephant move I've learned. I didn't know you can learn it too. I should try it too. It's, yeah, it's Vishnu. just weird Yoda magic, as I said. You just think of it for ten days, and it just happens. Vishnu, I just realized I can do it too. I, I could actually move an year independently of the other year. Yeah, yeah, that was what I said too. Oh, this weird, is weird, weird, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, weird quirk. Huh? I am not sure you can call this a weird quirk. I mean, this is some sort of a uh, hidden talent that I have. Is basically, I can eat ramen really fast. I participate in competitions too, and I end up winning it twice in Chennai. Like, I can eat around four hundred grams of ramen in under fifty-two. Seconds with chopsticks. I mean, it's not a weird quirk. It's some sort of a talent, I think. I don't know where it'll take me, but somewhere in life. Wow, you have a long way to go. Nice. Okay, next question. On a scale of one to ten, how cool do you think you are? Um, I think I would say alone, I'm probably like a five. But then the choreo team is like really, really cool. So I think that elevates me to like an eight. Nice. I probably I'd probably give myself eleven. Sashwat. So you're going off scale. That was off the scale. Mehul, what do you think? Yes. How much would you give yourself? No, I was yeah, just saying. Yeah, yeah, just just leave out my opinion. No one thinks like yeah, Mehul. Yeah, Arush can forget about Sashwat. <laughs> okay, Sashwat, you go on. How much would you give yourself? Hey, you don't put this in the podcast, lah. Like where we say all this, just cut out this entire duration. Just right when Vishnu ended, I will start now. I mean, if Vishnu is giving himself a eleven, I'd definitely be more than whatever Vishnu gave himself. Okay, I'll give myself a twelve. What do you think, Mayul? How much would you give yourself? I think six is fine. Okay. Because mm, I think I'm next. half as cool as you. Oh really? <laughs> so you're my other half. <laughs> okay. So just type that. Next question: If you could relive one moment of your life, which one would it be? Um. Okay. To make it sarang specific. um it would probably be uh, the moment when we're all on stage um so when i'm with the uh, when i'm with my team on stage just before um our performance starts um the the countdown before our performance uh, our music starts that moment is like um it's filled with adrenaline rush and um you can hear the audience screaming I think Madras, and it's 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 a crazy experience to stand on that stage and like just before we just before we start performing, it's the culmination of the months effort that we've put in. So yeah, that that is like one crazy moment, and yeah, I definitely would want to do that again. And it's obviously very emotional too because for our seniors, it would probably be their last album. So it is extremely emotional too. Must have been a magical moment for you, Vishnu. Yeah, definitely was. Right. So this was in my second year for Pop Night. We've gotten Benny Dayal and uh, KK, and uh, lucky guy Kankane. He had like a banger of a Pop Night, and I think that was probably the best Pop Night in my books at least. And uh, yeah, it was an emotional roller coaster because first you watch Benny Dayal's energetic performance with horns and an entire huge band. and the whatever the ambience was too good there was too much lighting it was damn fun and then just 
ending on a sweet note was kk where he sang probably one of my favorite song and my favorite song was kuda jane i was waiting for that song okay and he kept on dragging it he wasn't singing it all my friends favorite songs have been sung i was waiting for my favorite song i think just like i it was probably the last but fourth song or something that he sang and that made me so emotional and watching as i said earlier our entire core team uh go on top of stage after that and uh, taking group pictures that was entirely a huge emo- emotional roller coaster so yeah that would be one moment i would relive i think uh, i would say you know these are the two moments which are i could be equally to be honest and i would like to share them too uh, you know i can't decide between two the first first moment which i really want to relive, relive is the night that we were decided that we were the litsock winners like it was one entire year of fight and then finally you know you see the fruits at the end of it it was such an emotional night for all of us at jamuna hostel so it's such a great feeling to win let's talk ah uh, and you know what saras you can do whatever you want and the next moment was in uh, which i would really love to relive is me with my course on the sarang stage on 2020 stage along with shankar mahadevan such a beautiful moment you know when you stand on that stage when you see the sea of people in oity you 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 you'll really fall in love with sarang easily and that's when we realized we had finally done it we had finally done what we wanted to do since our first year so it such a wonderful moment i mean if i could relive these two moments i would be really grateful i'm really grateful that these two moments happened but i would really love to you know relive those moments again yep so this brings us to the end of our podcast uh, this will be the last question So what do you guys expect from future sarangs and any advice for your juniors Um I think uh right now my expectations are just that we get back to an offline sarang as soon as possible and that the quality of sarang does not drop because it has been off, it's going to be offline this year and I don't know for how many more years so so yeah uh, that the quality doesn't drop and yeah obviously we keep improving um i think my advice to juniors would be um to join the organizing teams and join teams as much as possible because i think that gives you a very different experience of sarang rather than just um rather than just attending the events and being part of teams gives you a lot more uh, memories to hold on to it you get to meet a lot of new people and it yeah that makes it a much more memorable experience as a whole and also use your food coupons wisely yeah i think that's all right i think all of us want an offline sarang as soon as possible uh, what do you feel vishnu uh i'd actually want bacha to go first since he's my predecessor let's hear what he has to say first um okay i'm going to keep it keep it try to keep it as simple and short as possible you know i have so many things that i would want to do but my advice would be like one thing i'd expect from future sarang is doesn't lose the shine of sarang that it has right now and what it was historically as well i hope it doesn't lose that charm um and also i think one more thing as as much as we need to follow traditions i think there are way, areas where we could you know try to adapt to the current conditions uh, of how other things are going right there are a lot of things that we do very old school a lot of paper trail work that we do which is i think is bad i think where we could digitalize a lot of things you know this is the industrial exp- uh, evolution 
uh, 4.0 where everything is you know there is internet of things everything's connected and everything moves to a digital platform so a lot of processes food coupons tickets a lot of things can be moved completely digital uh, that we would save a lot of costs a lot of uh, even the social media for example you know we a lot of things could be uh, done say by external teams as well a few of them uh, because i think it's just at the end of the day, few of few of the things that we do ends up being grant work may not be such a great experience for few uh, team members as well so i think that would be my advice my expectations for future sarin and also one more last thing i would expect is that hopefully it 10 years down the line that you know we come back as alumni and you know every year we try to you know find funds for sarang as well i think some alumni funds needs to come at least from the core team 10 years from now you know as much as possible you know that would really help the future i remember when uh, me and abhinav were kal six we really tried to get alumni friends but we were unsuccessful so hopefully 10 years down the line we are able to come back to insti you know get some funds for them for the people in the future yep yeah i definitely agree with all the points he has mentioned and yeah talking about this year specifically i think at the maximum we could do was to survive this year the mere fact that we exist as a festival conducting almost the same events that we've con- same number of events that we've conducted till last year and the same number of shows although on a different medium means that we've established that we can survive and we can have sarang no matter what circumstance but i think the further teams that come in the future have a heavy responsibility of reviving sarang to its old go- glory and even better glory than that because much of the knowledge inevitably will be lost after this year because the team members at work this year would not have seen much of offline sarang and we will be out of this institute the coming year so despite all the help we offer to them i think they also have a responsibility to discover things on their own and i think that's an advantage too because as shashwat has mentioned that gives a chance to reflect on what is unoptimal and discard that and replace it with something a lot more optimal so yeah we are heavily in need for uh, good secretaries secretaries and cores who would make very strong decisions and come up with very good initiatives and an entire team that would bring those initiatives to life some wise words from our seniors uh, i hope uh, the core team and all the people who will be associated with sarang in the coming years do listen to this and give it a thought so this brings us to the end of our podcast i hope all our listeners enjoyed it and uh, this will not be the end of the sarang podcast we will have many more episodes coming up so stay tuned and thank you for attending today goodbye